Part 1. What Went Right Chapter 1. A Brief History of the U.S. Economy The performance of the U.S. economy over the two decades prior to the financial crisis was much stronger than commonly perceived. Over the last two decades, the productivity of the U.S. economy has grown nearly as fast as it did after World War II, when it enjoyed unique advantages over the rest of the world. Many of those advantages have eroded gradually over time. Europe and Japan rebuilt their infrastructures following the war. They educated their workforces just as the United States did, and they built manufacturing industries with worldwide economies of scale. Nevertheless, U.S. economic performance relative to other advanced economies has accelerated over the last two decades. It's true that economies like China's are growing faster than ours, but comparing the United States to China instead of Europe or Japan is misleading. Yes, we can grow more quickly if we accept drastically lower wages, but who wants to increase growth that way? Relevant comparisons must be similar enough that they reveal relevant differences. A brief overview of economic history helps to put these comparisons into perspective. 1950s and 1960s, the Halcyon Days A unique set of circumstances accelerated the growth of the U.S. economy in the 1950s and 1960s. The world economy suffered a decade-long depression in the 1930s that stifled capital investment. Following the Great Depression, a devastating world war diverted U.S. investment away from the private sector, which sustains long-term growth. The war effort may have provided spillover benefits to the economy, but the economy also emerged in the 1950s with 20 years of underimplemented innovation. World War II destroyed Europe's and Japan's infrastructure. This weakened their ability to compete with the United States, and it took decades for these advanced economies to catch up. This left U.S. companies with an open playing field for growth. Meanwhile, the commercialization of television and advertising, newly built U.S. interstate highways, and automated manufacturing allowed American companies to create nationwide mass markets for their products. Because international trade was underdeveloped at that time, the United States was essentially a closed economy. U.S. manufacturers benefited from enormous economies of scale relative to a divided Europe and a technologically underdeveloped Japan. Only their ability to find and exploit untapped opportunities limited the growth of American corporations. The advanced education of the American workforce accelerated the growth of the post-World War II economy. Decades earlier, the United States had been the first nation to educate all its citizens publicly. Europe and Japan were slow to follow. In 1955, the United States enrolled 80% of its 15- to 19-year-olds in school full-time, compared to only 10% to 20% in Europe. And most European students were studying for vocations that prepared them to do jobs better suited to the past, rather than rigorous academic subjects that would allow them to take their economies into the future. In the United States, where high schools were more academically oriented, the GI Bill allowed more Americans to attend college. In the 1950s and 1960s, workers with college degrees propelled the transition of the U.S. economy from simple farming to sophisticated manufacturing. The 1950s and 1960s were also favorable to wage growth in the United States. While opportunities were expanding domestically, 
The workforce was constrained by both a baby bust in the difficult 1930s and 1940s and by the loss of half a million young working-age Americans in the war. In the 1930s, the U.S. population grew by only 7%, compared to 19% in the 1950s. At the same time, the half-million war casualties were mainly men who comprised a greater percentage of the full-time workforce in a population that was only about 132 million, less than half the size it is today. Eventually, immigration and the entry of women into the workforce would put downward pressure on men's wages. In the 1950s and 1960s, however, an explosion of great corporate jobs, together with a restricted supply of labor, produced healthy wage growth. Real wages grew 2.8% per year from 1959 to 1973, but then declined to 1.2% per year until the early 1990s.